in my culture, death is not the end. It is more of a stepping off point. Is that how we're going to do things now? I don't know. It just came to my mind. <laughs> we should replace that rock song that we play at the beginning. With, just, just, do with just you going, with your tone deaf voice. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Piss off. We're, we're, we're ending this podcast now. Thank you. Thank you for listening in. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. People from Edmonton. We still have listeners from Ireland every, every week. Mm-hmm. How do you understand us? <laughs> no, it's cool. This is cool. Um, we're on episode seven, so that's, that's crazy. crazy. I thought it was episode six, so that was my fault for not keeping track. But I know what we're gonna do for episode ten. But we'll keep see. It here's a the secret. thing. Here's the thing. You you fucking mailed it in for episode six. Because you don't I have anything busy. for the oh shit. Oh, that was loud. <laughs> All right, let's mute that. <laughs> Um, yeah, you had nothing for episode 6. You have nothing for episode 7, and you're talking about episode 10? Buddy, yeah. are we even going to make it there? Yeah, because people are going to listen. So, episode 10, apparently people want to know, like, how we met. Uh, so I think that's a juicy story. Or and we're going good... to make everybody wait another three episodes <laughs> <Yes>. for that. <laughs> but, yeah... A couple of maybe things leading up to that we can talk about today is um, how did you know you were in love? Um, uh, I think I, I look at a lot of things in my life kind of utilitarian in, or in a utilitarian way where it's like, um, what value does she bring for me? <laughs> So, what? Like, mind you, we were 15. Yeah. So that's what you were thinking of me? I I already could tell, though, that, like, you, you're not useless. Like, a lot of girls are at our age back then. Um, And that you cared so much, like, you care, you put in so much effort a lot. Um, The gifts that you've given me and, like... Um, some of the stuff you do for me or the way we talked was substantial. The gifts you've given me were creative and, like, actually purposeful. You really, like... My PS4 was purposeful, sure. <laughs> yo, I'm still playing on it, though. That's the thing, fair, right? Fair, and, uh, and, like, we already, you already had that leg up where, um, you're coming from a culture where shit like you were raised or your mom makes the same food that my mom makes you know what i mean like but how did you know you were in love with me yeah i'm like a puppy i just need somebody to take care of me and i I just bs answer you're beating around the bush i'm not i I don't know how to put it into words like i just know that you're not gonna just your vows are gonna be trash (laughs) you're i had a long day at work okay I just wanted to drink a beer and play Avengers, but we're actually recording this on a on a Tuesday night because you're going to be in at work for the rest of the week. Yes. Like, all night. All night, yeah. That's stupid. So, I need to pre-record. Um, but, I yeah, no. So you don't know how you knew when you were in love with me? 
Like, there's no... No, I there... know how. I just don't know how to put it into words. You understand? Okay, like... did you know when, then? Okay, that I don't know. You don't know when? No. There's uh... no romantic epiphany or anything. I don't believe yeah, in that. Yeah, I don't think I... Personally, I don't think I could pinpoint... No. A, the specific it moment. just like it was just they're, they're good how... shit after good shit and it just kept going i'm like oh this is great i find that when we're traveling i i'm like in uh, love yeah. with you more or like not in love with you more when we're traveling but like one of the the feelings i guess was montreal our first time away in montreal when we were like which isn't thinking back that's like not getting away at all no but it was like <laughs> our first trip together um because we were allowed i think we were 18 19 19 i think right Mm -hmm. i mean considering like my mom to allow me to go away with you was a big (laughs) thing so montreal was our first getaway um and the fact that like we were just like comfortable and and i don't know i just like fell in love with you then but that wasn't like the first time i fell in love with you okay but you told me why i hope it's the same reason but like why did you like me then when we were in montreal why did i like you then well because like you i'm very horrible with directions <laughs> mm-hmm. and you yep. can you can find your way around so i think the way that like it just clicked for us that it worked out even though i planned the trip you were able to take me there <laughs> see that's what i mean by it's sort of utilitarian i provided a use for you i provided value and that was to fill in all the gaps that you don't have and and vice versa right yeah, was like I, think so. I can do things and survive <laughs> and then so are you saying if i had a better sense of direction then i wouldn't love you as much probably or that there'd be <laughs> there'd have to be another so are you saying way. if i don't do your laundry or pack your stuff you won't love me as much if you're not doing that what are you doing oh my <laughs> maybe you should do it <laughs> but okay so there's actual um there are th- things that i provide physically um and then there's yeah okay <laughs> and then there's uh like you know the um the things that we provide each other mentally there's knowledge that we provide each other where we fill in the gaps mm-hmm. i think we make such a good team honestly i i don't trust anybody else with even my money and yeah, i would you... give all of my money to you straight out like but for my um, let me just play like the other part to it how would you know that because you never date anybody else that's something that we get all the time too is like or not that we get personally but it's a question because we've we've only dated each other how would you know that like i'm the best person for you why would I have to go out and find that, though? I don't know. I'm asking you. Like, what What made well, you certain I that, ne- like, I would be the one? I truly don't think... Like, I got so lucky with, with like, how this butterfly effect of a, of a universe we have that um, our parents came from the same town in a country barely anybody knows off the top of their head. And that they have similar experiences, that they came here, that we that we then have a very particular set of interests and uniqueness between us. Yeah. I really don't think this can be replicated at all. And, and trying to find that out 
and and seeking this from anybody else would mean that I'm deliberately trying to seek this from somebody else and otherwise it wouldn't be worth the effort. Yeah, no, I, I'm not trying to like, you know, trying to say that you had to find someone else. I'm just saying yeah. at the time when you look back at it, we were 15, 16. It was happenstance. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really looking for it. You yeah. were just a great companion at the time. You were my best friend in mm-hmm. school. Yeah. And it snowballed into this thing where you know we went on like we went to the library <laughs> that was and then we were studied from with each other yeah and then you like helped me buy shit at the mall <laughs> we were at the mall <laughs> i actually gave and you then style. like you remember everything yeah you gave me style I don't, I don't have it by the way so you did a shit job of that <laughs> well, i don't have style no actually to be fair i dress you up and then you go and pick out your your dad clothes so like it's not my fault <laughs> i just I, I like oh and over the years i just gave up like trying yeah. to dress you i was like you know what but even still to this day sometimes i'll look at you and i'll be like are you really gonna wear that <laughs> like it's not offending anybody is it <laughs> i mean just like i have to look at it so <laughs> there's that but... okay fine so just you then yes um and then you know uh i met your family i love them they seem to love me and you met you meet my family and and they love you and i really don't Does think everybody i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> i really don't think it's uh i really don't think this combination all things considered can be replicated mm-hmm. and i'm just lucky that i didn't have to work hard to do that i met you in fucking school that's another thing what are the odds just very simply, let's just draw this all back. What are the odds that um, you went to another school in middle school? Mm-hmm. I went to another middle school. We go to the same, like those are feeder schools. We go to the same high school. And and that we sat in different seats in the same English class, but then we had to be paired up to do that, um, that assignment mm-hmm. in grade nine English by Miss Harrigan. Yeah. And that we later find out that, um, you know, that your family is from Laos. My family's from Laos, but I'm Chinese. And that we ha- we're we basically culturally similar. Yeah, yeah. The same, sorry. Not just similar. Yeah, the I same. mean, like, it's, it's just coincidental. So coincidental. Right? Yeah. Um, I didn't even know there were other Lao people. And then you introduced me to the whole fucking temple of people. <laughs> I didn't even know. Well, you didn't practice any of it. You just claimed you were, so. But, well, I am. Yeah. <laughs> just, I feel like you, it grew on you as we started dating because um, my family is more, like, culturally uh, traditional, I guess, in that sense. But, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think, I think a question a lot about it is just, like, when did you fall in love or, or, or how did you know it was love? If I want to be honest... I didn't know. Um, We're not even soulmates. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> like, we were kids, and if you asked me back then if I thought ten years later we would be engaged, planning our wedding in a pandemic, <laughs> um, I would have just, like, looked at you up and down and thought you were crazy. But, you know, it also comes with a lot of hard work. I think um, it's not easy. It may look like that we're super goofy and like laughing all the time, which 
for 95% of the time we are, which is great. Um, but it, it does take a lot of work. It takes, you know, it takes effort and you have to want to be in a relationship. Um, but yeah, like I can't, I really can't pinpoint when I fell in love. I don't, I don't know. I just did. Uh, yeah. Um, I did and yeah. What were you going to say? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I guess we still don't really know what love is. You know I, <laughs> I mean, mean like, I mean, we're, we're pretty horrible for starting a podcast yeah. on a relationship. Like, we don't even know me, what love I is. I think it's just like a good match. Um, if we were talking like, like it's a business <laughs> like well, a merger think, of two businesses i think you can have love like with anyone but it it's not love is not enough i'm, I'm a firm believer in that love is not yeah. enough um in a relationship love can be chaotic as all of your movies show well, if I, there's nothing I... if there's fundamental stuff that the part or like one partner or both don't provide each other love is not enough no, I don't, I don't, I don't think it is. And I think that's why, like, with a relationship, it, you need to balance everything between yeah. love, laughter, and, and the hardships, right? Yeah. Actually, well, I was going to save part of this for our vows, but, like, one of the things um, that I knew that I loved you, and I knew that you were, like, my life partner would have been um, not, it wasn't the happy moments that we were in. It was, it was all the hard shit that we went through that I knew you were the one. Because, like, you were around me for it, and, like, you were there to, like, be my support system. So, oh my god, I don't want to tear up. <laughs> but Why? <laughs> well, I'm just thinking of, like, the certain things that happened. But, um, yeah. Yeah, anyway. actually, like, the first time you met my family was actually when my grandpa died. Yeah, it was your grandpa's funeral. Your yeah. extended family. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then, yeah, like, I think that has a way of, uh of forcing what is what is the word of forcing like the stuff everybody tries to suppress i guess feelings and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you don't really know how much you can take of another person of me i have such a very low tolerance for people (laughs) and then if they're like hey look at my kids ugh, (laughs) you know like oh i had a rough weekend whatever but like you know, and then when I have to see the ugly, I kind of check out pretty easily. Right. Yeah. Actually, before even I think this is might it might have even been before my grandpa passed, uh, your family dog passed. Yeah, for me. Right. Mm-hmm. You did a whole thing where you wore black at school, like okay. Well, I was just, <laughs> whatever, man. Don't judge me. You're so it. emo. Well, that was just me as a. As a high schooler, that was just my... Yeah, that was like, I don't want to talk <laughs> just, about that, that it, but... That was just me, period, okay? But it was like, like, I don't want to talk about it, but I'm dressed as if I were going to a funeral, but so don't ask me about whatever. it. Whatever. But, yeah, no, like, I think I think what, um, what made us, uh, I guess, what's the word? Not, like, advance our relationship, but definitely, like, strengthened our relationship, especially when we were younger, is that we went through hard situations um, in high school, and I think that's what kind of pulled us through uh, a lot of, a lot of the relationship stuff. Like, I think when you go through shit with someone, it, it makes it better, it makes it so much easier to, to live in the happiness with someone, but 
I think if you live on a high with someone, but you can't experience the lows with them, then it's never going to work. Um, Because you know what? Life is is shitty sometimes. You're going to have those days where you don't want to get out of bed and like do things. So like if you don't have someone who can be there for you or, or like understand you in that type of way I don't think it uh it yeah I think relationships are an equal balance of everything and I think I, I don't think I think we I don't know if I mentioned this before or if we just talked about it personally but especially like talking about in a marriage too I don't think a marriage is necessarily 50 50 I think you're gonna have to play on the seesaw and like balance it when your partner needs more from you at, at, at a certain time like you're gonna have to to give more or you know or like, ask for more or ask for more and like it should be a given that you would do that because you love them and and just because you know but that's yeah. the only if you love them right like because because then if you're in a relationship where one person simply does not want to pick up their their slack or cover for the other person when they kind of fall a little bit it's not uh it's not your responsibility to be or it's not your responsibility to to be held account to it because when you force somebody to inorganically is that a word unorganically unorganically i think it is whatever it is that's kind of abusive right that's kind of toxic well, so you have to want fair, to. Right? It's not fair. It's not fair. So you have to right. want to. And I think that's that's where we kind of felt like we really did love each other because we were there. Mm-hmm. And it was just a fact of life for us. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You're going through something and I want to be there. Um, because I'd like for you to, to kind of be there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, if, if you want to have happy moments together, it it comes at a price. And... You know, you don't get to, you don't get to have one without the other. That's not how it works. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like you know, I've seen relationships where, you know, love maybe kind of just dies a little, but you still truly care about the person. I think that's still completely valid. Like, I see it with when people have kids, right? Um, it it then their world kind of becomes the kids and it, like the relationship. The relationship becomes like neglected um and it happens but people stick through it together because you know you were with this person and you made a life together and it just so happened you just fell out of love but it, it kind of relates to your utilitarian fact of of just being good with each other and for each other but not you, you kind of just lose lose the love aspect of it but i i think that's just you know there are different types of relationships, and I think it. We'll we'll see we'll see how we where we are after we're married for one, and then we'll see where we are when we're with when we have kids, right? I would hope that we're still kind of similar to what we are, if not better. But I'm I'm also a realistic person, so yeah. This is the least enjoyable podcast well, we've ever I'm recorded. Just- I don't know. It kind of got a little. I don't know. I don't it's know where it's going. It's fucking dark. Because you know it's gonna get worse in Act Two. Here. We're sitting in the dark. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and I guess kind of just like 
talking about blending our life together one of the other questions or topics someone else had had brought up was how did we go about blending our finances together um did you want to leave that to me to answer or did you want to like add into it um i don't even know yeah again finances are your thing (laughs) that's part of the nature of our relationship is lily is an accountant she's gonna take care of that but as a man i was raised to provide well that's your belief um i i grew up to be independent and to never depend on a man (laughs) that was my number one thing right so um even though you grew up to believing that you were there to provide for the family which so one of the things again we relate it back to we were so young so we came like we started the relationship with literally negative money right um yeah we were suckers yeah and then what happened was we obviously got part-time jobs and then you know obviously we're not blending finances when when we're high school or anything and then but you know throughout our relationship um there was never uh like even though we went on dates it was never like you paid for your own like we didn't pay things separately it was always together but you know one of us would take it and it didn't solely it wasn't solely just you. It wasn't you taking no, the No, I tried time. to I tried to make it so that I bought most took care of most of the dinners. But then like it, a fucking a PS4 was f- for but up I for think, grabs at the end of the year. I like, think at the beginning it like worked out. you thought, "Oh, and you needed to take the bill all the time." But like no, that's not how it works, you know. And I technically got a part-time job before you did. So it kind of yeah. just made sense that, you know, I'm taking the bill sometimes. And it's, it's about, you know, reciprocating that. And it doesn't have to be all about, like, monetary things or monetary gifts either. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I bought yeah, you a PS4. As, but, yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's, like, as much as I try to look at it in hindsight being, like, oh, uh, it's, it's all equal, we never tr- really thought about it. No, we, it, we, one of the things that I appreciate about our... I don't want to say transaction or our relationship is there's never any IOUs, right? No. Um, and I don't think that's something that that you should keep tally of, um, just because again things aren't they're not always going to be equal, right? Um, what if what if one of us were were one of like the more unfortunate partners where we didn't have like the opportunity to have a, a have a better job or something? You know what I mean? It would we would need to to kind of uh balance that so i think you know and balancing that that could be you know planning the dates or or whatever like just just doing little things that that matter um but when we got older uh what, what did we do like i think the the real time when we actually blended our finances is when we were moving out um at that time, because we were renting, we figured, you know what, like, this would be uh, a good time to kind of start our own bank account together um, and put a, put all our money where all of our expenses were going to be in. So we opened up a, an account to, to kind of just have our funds where all our expenses would be. Um, but I think it's still uh, financially healthy to keep your own separate bank accounts, just because... And that's what we did as a, is... We opened up a shared account, but we only contributed together. 
but that's it. We didn't. It's not like we full on. No, like was my like this was how much you yeah. paid. I or like this is how much you bring into our family, quote unquote, and this yeah. is how much I bring into our family. It was just let's put in the uh, you know the set same amount, amount yeah. set amount every month. Mm-hmm. We're watching it grow, and then deplete very fucking quickly <laughs> <laughs> every month. Um, well, yeah. I think one of the things that you should be doing is your your needs your your expenses right your necessary expenses so obviously that includes housing like internet um food and stuff like that should be that should be considered into your combined income well i mean the way that we had it our housing was mainly in our our shared account and then like food and and internet and stuff was split um through our own accounts separately but like it was just kind of mutually agreed on that like you know you're working for rogers so at the time like you kind of just yeah took over the internet aspect of it, and I took over like, like groceries. The thing is, it's right? like that would have happened. That amount I was spending on tech would have happened regardless of whether you're around or not. Right. Right. Like yeah, that's basically. So it's something that I'm happy to take on on my own. And then the equal part of that would be me paying for groceries for the mm-hmm. for the amount of the month too. Right. So it it honestly it's something that I think couples should talk about and what your comfort level is at um, because not everybody makes the same either right and you should well I personally just don't think you shouldn't be expected to you know put in the same if you know you're not you're not I don't want to say available or if you just don't have the funds to do I that that's right what it is it's like you you can't think about trying to make things equal in fact you you might even have to be okay with with contributing more but you also have to be okay with bringing it bringing it up if you're uncomfortable but that's the thing right it's just, like, we've, yeah. ne- we've been lucky we've never been in the, the situation where we had to say hey can you can you cover me for this month or whatever like we've never been there we've never been there but like you've you've definitely helped me with like you know when i started like doing my courses and stuff you bought me a laptop but i mean like that was Again, something it's tech it's tech it's something and it's, yeah it's an investment and it's so if you can little, bring in like, more money little. i can work less so it'll be yeah. cool <laughs> like when i think about it it's, i can be a yeah. trophy husband <laughs> <laughs> see the thing is it's also like we by then we had already thought of each other as life partners mm-hmm. so it wasn't something that um was even a question it was just like even now i i can joke around with him and just be like oh give me your credit card and he would give me his credit card and i'll go buy my stuff like and i'll say daddy's got you whatever no <laughs> but she did that for me too she i asked i didn't ask for but um we needed a new a new chair right ergonomic chair for ergonomic the it was your like decked out gaming yeah chair. it's a decked out gaming chair with bolsters and like a footrest and then, uh, and Lily said she wanted to buy for me because the Christmas gift she got, she got me last Christmas uh, ended up being pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> was tickets to Hamilton. Tickets to Hamilton. That is arguably in April. even like priceless. So whatever. It is technically priceless. Although after having watched it on Disney Plus, I don't think I can. I watch don't think Hamilton. you understand the work that I go through to get you some of these tickets. Okay. Like I understand. Are you sure though? Because I wait I do. in line like I, first of all i have to get a pre-sale you code. haven't physically waited in line don't <laughs> say that you kept your tab open on your computer <laughs> yes but same thing i have to watch to make sure it doesn't get stolen and if i'm gonna say 
I'm a boss at picking seats. Okay. Okay, where were they? They were... you know, we never got to see it, so... They were... They were balcony, but center. Oh, okay. Oh, isn't that, like, the best audio, like... Yeah, so, F shit. you, man. But even with, like, concerts, I always try to get the best value for where we're, like, what we're paying and where we're sitting. Hey, I surprised you with City and Color tickets, though. Wasn't that really good? That was for... Uh, okay, I kind of knew you were doing that, though. No, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I no, did. No, you didn't. Yes, because we go to every single City and Color concert, and I'm the... Oh, right. I okay, told I'm you the one in, Yeah, I'm the one in the relationship that buys all things, like fun <laughs> so concerts hockey tickets whatever um and there's just this one time i asked brandon like oh he's having a show like let's buy tickets or meaning like i'll buy the tickets and he's like nah i think we'll be okay with this one like don't worry about it like whatever i was trying to convince her that his latest album wasn't all that good it's still great but <laughs> we're like maybe we can skip this one honey yeah sure but i wasn't falling for it because you know like, I was going to buy the tickets anyways. But he was really insistent. So I was like, okay, I kind of know what you're doing. So I kind of just left it to you. It was under the pretense that we were actually actively trying to save money, though. Because we wanted to buy a house, remember? No, it wasn't that. It was because we were saving for Italy. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Yeah. And you wanted to spend that money. So because shame on you. We're trying to color. go to Italy. You still bought the tickets, though. Yeah, but that was my money. <laughs> okay. I thought we were talking about blended money. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're talking about not blending money. Okay. Um, but uh, but no. that was... Uh, oh, right. Okay. The chair is where we were. Oh, I don't even know. Um, t- tangent. There. She bought the chair for me. And she said, don't worry. Mama's got you. Mm-hmm. They're right back in my face as if she could have just spat in it. <laughs> Ever, dude, you you ate all up. Don't even lie. You're I did like, feel like a princess. Yes, <laughs> I felt really nice. Yes, you did. And then you didn't even end up using the chair. I don't even like the chair. <laughs> that was I not up, my no, fault. but I ended up getting the more expensive chair. Yeah, the one that you originally purchased, anyway. Yeah. So so you bought your own chair. Good for you. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. Um, yeah. No, I think. If you're starting out to kind of, um, you know, blending your finances together, make sure you're comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the the top relationship um, hardships are about finances. And I, I think if you're not honest, yeah. then um, it's going to kind of lead you down a very bad path. Don't, you know? boil, don't let it sit and, and this anger inside you boil up until it's a fight that you guys can't overcome well like because you know, when money is out of hand that's a car that's an argument that goes out of hand too right yeah well because you think that you're in one position and then you're you, it turns out you're not right yeah. because when you do end up getting married or or if you're common law it, it, it can it can weigh heavy on whatever situation like if you were to buy a house or something right um, but I mean, you know, my debts, you know, like with school and everything, like I have to pay my way through it. So you're pretty aware of that. And like, I think that's why you just kind of have to be straight up with your partner. Um, we'll but get that sorted, but you don't have to, you know, it, there shouldn't be like an expectation that your partner is also contributing to that either. I think yeah. you should still, you know, have your own finances. You keep your own finances and whatever you can contribute into your combined um, household income is is what you agree on, right? I think it's just a matter of of communication. 
really. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like you said earlier, if if someone if one of you has to contribute more, then so be it. But I say make that very clear. They're not there cannot be any resentment about that later on. Because mm-hmm. if you were to ever throw that back in my face later, oh, that's a big thing too, right? Like you just have to be completely fine with it. You have to be yeah. honest. I think that's just what it is. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else for that or? No, thank you for asking that. Thank you for my chair. Oh, (laughs) excited to see Hamilton one day. Yes, yeah, one day. So I don't even want to see it if it's not the original cast anymore. Yeah, dude. You know what I was thinking? I want the kind of fuck you money that isn't gonna give me helicopters and shit. But I want the kind of fuck you money where I can get like Lin Manuel Miranda, um, Leslie Odom Jr. You know. (laughs) <laughs> like Anthony Rump, like the original cast, and just assemble them for like one show, just for me. Um. So, what kind of money are you talking about? If you don't want fuck you money, because that seems well, pretty... whatever project they're working on, and Lynn's always working on a new movie, right? So that's making him millions. If I can pay each of them, m- like millions of dollars, no, just oh, do so, one show. Oh, so that's not that's not too much money. Then is what you're saying. I am saying that's a lot of money. That's fuck you money. You just said you didn't want fuck you money. You just want enough money to do that. No, but that I is said fuck no. You money. I said I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to spend it on like helicopters and stuff. I want that kind of money to do stupid shit like that. Mm. Like once, in a lifetime things. I don't know. That's sad. <laughs> One day we'll see. One day. Yeah. Um, I think I want to talk about Chadwick Boseman a little bit. Sure. I see you're wearing a Captain America shirt, though. This was by accident. <laughs> okay. I was running out of things. No, I, I just washed this. What do you mean you're, you're running out of things? It was at the thing? top of the pile. I didn't want to dig. Because I folded it. Because I just washed it. Listen, it's Captain America. has nothing to do with okay. Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> just, like, although Chadwick Boseman's one of my heroes from, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, it's a damn shame that, uh, that he passed away. That How was the was that? saddest, like... That was a shock. That was honestly shocking. We were driving. Lily got a text message from my cousin saying Black Panther died. And we were like, wait, like a Black Panther from like, like the 80s, you know? We didn't think a guy that was seemingly healthy in appearance and like had to ha- like be this like athletic dude and have these athletic roles. We didn't think he'd, he'd pass away. 43 years young that was a huge so shock yeah and the more we read like since he's passed i've watched so many youtube videos and uh read more articles and stuff like that the more i'm learning about what an incredible dude this guy was well to find i think one of the most shocking things is nobody knew not nobody. even his 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 uh castmates and stuff as it turns out like yeah. The, the higher-ups at Marvel had no idea. And, like, the fact that he was battling this while he was filming one of, like, not one, like, a lot of his great movies. Like, he just mm-hmm. powered through them. Um, and, and, like, the other disheartening thing is, you know, people were, like, commented on his, like, weight loss in between those years of... Yeah, that's um, sad. But... Now we now know that it's because he was going through chemo and he was going through, you know, um, treatments. But 
it just goes to show that like you clearly don't know what's going on with with people and what mm-hmm. what's happening around you so you know as we're taught in school and as we're just taught or just you should just know by now just treat everyone with kindness and yeah. uh just which just love because this man gave gave his all to gave his all was going through an even like the toughest battle anybody can go through without asking for a lick of sympathy from anybody didn't say didn't and he would you know and i'm watching one particular interview was is when he was talking about visiting um these two kids that were diagnosed with cancer and these two kids were so excited to watch black panther that they were trying to you know quote unquote hang on mm-hmm. to be able to watch it and he, it turns out that they passed and he got emotional he was crying in the interview and um we just thought oh you know another celebrity kind of you know having this emotional attachment to fans that's a sad story good for him no years later we find out that he's going through the same battle he didn't tell anybody he was just putting on these amazing roles we can't stop like obviously we want to talk about the human but i can't stop thinking about like his performance as an actor and what a damn shame we won't see any more of it because people are like uh anybody that does like superhero movies they're not that good of not not that great at acting and usually it would be like after they have done uh you know acclaimed roles like um mark ruffalo was was a great actor nominated for a few oscars i think and then takes on bruce banner brie larson won an oscar but the thing right. with with Black Panther is he's the first black superhero, yeah. right? But again, it's like a superhero movie, so people kind of discredit. It. But of course, like it's, it's about the cultural, yeah. yeah, it's about representation. It's but it's still at the end of the day, like what, um, what that one uh, director I forgot his name, man. You know the guy that did uh, the uh, the Irishman. Um, oh man, what's that director's name? I don't remember. He basically called Marvel superhero movies or superhero movies in general. He just he calls them like amusement parks, right? Yeah. Um. So that's why no one really gives superhero actors any credit. But the way he performed or portrayed this fictional king is so fucking cool. Mm -hmm. He was cool. He had charisma, but he was regal powerful and then everything he did before that we're talking about playing these black icons mm-hmm. um thurgood marshall mm-hmm. first black justice on the supreme court um jackie jackie robinson oh, yeah. uh jackie brown james brown sorry james brown too oh he did yeah he, he did music he was dancing no, i was gonna say i didn't right? i haven't seen it right but and he played yeah Dude, and and he's 43 years young, and what I'm saying is a lot of his best movies since that run of Civil War to Infinity War, sorry, uh, Black Panther, Infinity War, and Endgame, that four-movie run where he was in four of the highest, grossest movies movies ever, we were seeing him at his peak. Mm -hmm. And he already had a great resume before that. But at 43 years old, knowing that we see people like... um, Robert De Niro acting into his late 70s. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and the other great black actors that came before Chadwick, like Denzel. Well, Denzel's on that page for him to go Yeah, Denzel's a mentor um, of Oxford his. Oxford program, yeah. But we see that we're missing out 
on like a guy that had so much more to give it just sucks but he went on this great run of movies while sick yeah dude look at him i was like i was having gay thoughts about like <laughs> about how he looked in black panther you know i had to work hard like work out really hard for that knowing that he had a body that was betraying him at the same time jesus i think it's it's like admirable to like even just think of how he was going through all this and um you know he he chose not to not to tell the world what he was going through um because he didn't want to for his own personal choices right Mm -hmm. just period because he just didn't want anybody to know um but that he was dealing with this internally and with his family right um and to come out of it and to to touch so many like lives with people who who appreciate uh the representation that he brought forward into just not just the superhero movies but all the other movies that he's been in um yeah and it's just sad that like he's he's ripped away too soon um it's it's heartbreaking to you know his his family and particularly his wife um yeah cancer sucks man cancer really sucks honestly fuck cancer (laughs) fuck cancer so um i've been celebrating him i've been watching his movies watching his youtube videos interviews celebrate this great talent um get checked i think that's huge Mm -hmm. breast screenings prostate colon um well sometimes it's just that's the thing with cancer is that it's it's sometimes you just don't know you just don't know but um yeah yeah. it's unfortunate yeah but um yeah wakanda forever wakanda forever do you have something that's gonna cheer us up now <laughs> <laughs> is it is it time for story time yeah. yeah we're 40 minutes in are you crying no i'm getting congested maybe no. it's because i'm forcing tears back for now? No, i'm okay okay so you're you're starting this like those uh those two youtubers i watched where yeah. like they start every video of theirs like yo <laughs> what up the ones that are hi so time hi <laughs> the same like five words every time in that order okay so i think we've had enough of these damn engagement and ring stories my god i'm tired of talking about engagement so excuse me we are engaged we've been engaged there. for over a year but i know whose fault is it. that uh, Wuhan. You know what's actually funny? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny. You always told me you didn't want a long engagement. And, and then I was like... quite literally, it took the end of the world for us to have a long <laughs> engagement. That's so fucking stupid. Oh, man. It's not meant to be, honey. I'm sorry. Anyways, story time. Okay. So this is a dating one. Ooh, what's that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I the asshole for walking out on a double date with my friend? Oh, sorry. Let me restart this. Am I the asshole for walking out on a double date? My friend sat up with him. This guy's a horrible writer. Can I read it? No, let me read it. You're just, you're just messing me up. Stop looking at me. God. <laughs> Am I the asshole for walking out on a double date? My friend sat up with him, his girlfriend, and a girl that I had rejected before. Okay. You got the gist of that? Okay, so four people. Yes. 
uh, you know, guy oh. and his best friend, yeah. best friend's girlfriend. Yes. And his ex, like his own ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. I feel I need to say this for this post uh, to not be removed. This is not about the date, about relationships, or something. I want judgment out about me walking out of there. The cast is me, Joe, his friend, and Jane, his date. Like this, this blind date. Okay. To give you a little bit of background to the situation, I met Jane through Joe's girlfriend at a birthday party last year. At first, Jane was fun to talk to, but not even an hour later, Jane was really into me and tried really badly to hit on me during the party, which pretty much ruined my time there as the feeling was not mutual in the slightest bit, and at the time, I was ready, I was already with someone else. Um, so the first impression I got from Jane was she was really clingy, annoying, and wouldn't stop bothering me. Unfortunately for me, she became a a part of my larger friend group uh, because she's a part of Joe's girlfriend's friend group. Um, and because of me and because me and Joe hang out a lot and I'm also friends with his girlfriend, I pretty much run into her at minimum twice a month. This guy has horrible sentencing. Anyways. Um, so first time I met Jane, so first time Jane asked me out was a month after that party. I informed her I was with someone and not interested. She tried again two months later when I broke up with my then girlfriend. Again, I declined her advances and told her I was not interested. I got into a new relationship not long after, but unfortunately, uh, she and I broke up about two months ago. Since then, as you might have anticipated, Jane had asked me out again, and I said no again. Well, this brings us to this week. Everything has been opening up here, and Joe had been trying to fix me up with a friend of his girlfriend and would not tell me who. He is well aware of me uh, rejecting Jane multiple times, and the fact that I'm not interested in her, he knows this in detail. Um, After a lot of what he calls convincing and I call whining, I had no interest in dating any uh, dating anytime soon. I relented and decided to agree to this double date idea of his. We agree on meeting at Joe's apartment, and lo and behold, his girlfriend and Jane are occupying the dinner table, obviously intending for my date to be in Jane. I honestly just got so damn angry that I couldn't even get a single word out, I turned around and left. I uh, have been bombarded with texts and calls about how much of a douche I am and how I terribly hurt Jane and so on. And just like I am literally rejected her like three times before. I'm not interested in her. You knew that. Your girlfriend also knew that. Our entire our entire friend group has been a running joke about this obsess, obsessive Jane, for fuck's sakes. So literally everybody knows. So am I the asshole? Um, I feel like there might have been a better way for him to leave, but mm-hmm. he's not the asshole, mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah, like I think... I mean... I don't know how I feel about the friend knowing who this quotations blind date was and kind of like literally setting up. Yeah, like, like he didn't want to tell him. Yeah. Like, hey, by the way, it's Jane. Maybe you should give her a chance. Mm-hmm. That's all. That could have been all he could have said. And then he would have been like, you know what? No. Then he would have been like, okay, fine. Um, I think his friends are assholes. Yeah. It's a running joke that, that there's this obsessive Jane, and yet there's still... I, well, go, I think it's the girlfriend's fault. <laughs> I just think it's um, it's just interesting that he is he's rejected her on multiple occasions, okay? Yeah. Completely said, I'm not interested, period, right? But she's still, like, chasing him. Yeah. You know? What does he offer her? 
yeah. <laughs> like why is she but i mean like if you were like to flip this where like a guy would be doing the same thing like everybody would be like oh he's a creep and stuff you know what i oh, mean 100 percent. so it's like like I get think, a clue buddy yeah so i think you know if someone's rejecting you like yeah get a clue right why so do what's you wanna, the update why the update's that it's it's his ex-wife jane is his ex-wife <laughs> that wants like that wants alimony oh okay. so there <laughs> is an update her. i just wanted to see oh. who you thought was an asshole okay yeah. So it has been a little under two months and I have received quite a few requests about to make an update on the past nine or so weeks. Um, at first I was going to make one um, and decided against it and instead chose to wait until I had some proper updates. So here goes. At any rate, like I said, here goes. It turns out that some of the more pessimistic of you were right. Jane uh, was being obsessive and stalkerish and it all sort of came tumbling down on her at some point. Um, a week or so after I made my post, she decided to message me. Well, it came down to her not understanding why I was n- showing interest in her and then refused to date her. I never showed interest in beyond basic friendliness. A wall of text dedicated to thrashing my previous relationships and calling them all sorts of names, specifically pointing out how I dated quotations the wrong girls, and went on a weird rant about how everyone agreed me and her were meant to be, which just isn't the case. Like I said in my previous post, there was a running joke in our friend group about how weird she is. Now, you might think this is something that I that can be expected, something that just happens, an outlet of her sorts, except she sent it from the wrong account. See, I had become internet friends with the person in the past month or so. Me and her would game together, chat from time to time, you know, the usual organic internet friend situation. And the messages concerning our date were sent from this account. Turns out she had literally used aliases to infiltrate my internet friend group and keeps tabs on me of some sorts. Obviously freaked Obviously, this freaked me the fuck out, and I took screenshots of what she had sent me afterwards and blocked all accounts that I, that I knew now she was using. I followed up by sharing everything in our friend group, Discord, and in our friend uh, WhatsApp group so everyone could see, which resulted her in being kicked out from both... <coughs> excuse me. Um, from both, and I later got a call from Joe, his, his friend that made him go on that date, full-on apologetic, telling me he had no idea, and he knew he shouldn't have done it but that his girlfriend was being pressured by jane turns out jane had literally been bitching at her for months trying to arrange something like this and she finally caved again creepy stuff i told him that i needed some sort of time as he really fucked me over a big time and i didn't trust anyone anymore as a result while jane has been shunned by all her friends she still contacted me twice once to apologize which quickly turned into some weird shit where she started talking about us she seemed convinced that there's there isn't us and i'm interested and another time just to curse at me both from random accounts i'm not sure where to go from here but i'm still pretty shook up oh my god <laughs> yeah. yo yeah that's that's weird <laughs> yo fuck that can we just be done with that story that kind of that's kind of fucking scary. well how does this make you feel with your internet friends now they're all right i'm one of them bitch i'm joking yeah. <laughs> can you imagine you're you're the crazy girlfriend yeah and my internet friends are like what's wrong with her now she lives in my bed my childhood bedroom <laughs> <laughs> Dude, honestly, that's so that creepy. Update, though, right? Yeah, that update made the story ten times worse. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was already bad. It was already bad enough that she couldn't take the hint, but... Yeah. I thought she was just, like, some girl that thought she was 
like best case thought that she was like how how dare he refuse me i'm hot yeah but she's yeah kind of the opposite it seems she was full-on stalkerish dude she legit can i can i say something by the way no girl on the internet is hot like none Okay, but he, like I mean, he met her in person. They met in person initially. Right, it's not about okay, the but she's like... But like, he uh, made an internet friend. That's not the point. The point was she literally stalked him by becoming his friend on the internet. She had to use an alias because she knew that he didn't like right. her. But, like, they mentioned that she's a gamer, right? Like, they're gaming friends and stuff online? They're gaming friends because she found... Like, she knew he gamed, so she made an account to... The, okay, there's, like, him. three levels of, of internet gaming girls... All to right. me this is so okay. discriminatory by the way <laughs> so feel free to skip past this but there's like pokimane who's like she's like the most famous uh uh streamer okay who's a who's a, a girl streamer right. Would I know and then there's uh you've probably seen her okay. online like her face is memeable or whatever sure. and then there's like the girl that sold her bath water <laughs> oh i've seen that yeah and then there's like everybody else is ugly mm-hmm Everybody else is just, just a, like a neckbeard, but a girl. I don't know if I agree with that because oh, I feel that's, like that's there's me. a lot of like kawaii girls and like there's a lot of gamer girlfriends that are kind of coming into streaming now to kind of like you know what good for them good right. they're entering the space that they were they were typically outsiders in and that's good also however looks are subjective <laughs> okay fine just because you're not attracted to them doesn't mean they're ugly. I find Pokemon attractive. I actually don't know what that bathwater girl looks like. I only know about the bathwater. Okay. The fact that you know that is just... That's funny to me. That says more about you than That's her. so funny. Dude, we were talking... Lily and I were talking about OnlyFans, right? And how Lily's gigantic feet would look really oh good. Oh my god! <laughs> I just had to throw that in. You're such an Lily's feet would do well on OnlyFans. We could make a lot of money if we were oh ever if we were ever hurting. God. Listen, I just got a pedicure. My toes are freaking adorable. It looks so good, dude. <laughs> on her finger toes, she has. Thank <laughs> you. Stop! 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 Oh my god! I'm gonna <laughs> kill you. She painted it um, the color of my blanket. Blue. <laughs> my you favorite love blanket. Your blankie. My blankie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> such an asshole but yo there's that girl that that acts like a dog and she's made like how many thousands of dollars just pretending to be a dog that's a weird fetish though yeah but look there are buyers like, it's not even like being cute it's like people are paying her to do specific look, things i'm not knocking it there's a market yeah, she's I a mean, supplier doesn't she make like 30 g's a month I didn't know that, and that makes yeah. that makes me respect her more. I don't know if it's thirty or three hundred, but it Ooh, was it was it was, a, it was a three for sure. So that's pretty Look, crazy. Look, there's that, and then there's there's um, there's bathwater girl that literally sold mason jars of bathwater that she bathed in, and again, there's a market, and she's a supplier. She's mm-hmm. a sole supplier, in fact. Yeah. So she can charge whatever the fuck she wants. Mm-hmm. I want to reach that level of, of fame one day. I, don't I want think, people. I don't to think s- that's fame. I think that's just weird internet weirdos and might I say incels that are buying all yes. that shit, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. For, you know, look, good for them. I personally don't have that kind of money to spend. I'm also not 
in demand of bath water. <laughs> but uh, I'm a big gamer. Uh, I'm going to buy games. That's where I spend my money on. I built a new computer. I bought computer parts. My my SSD, one terabyte SSD for my computer mm-hmm. is another man's bath water. <laughs> I might have to stick this part in into like the second segment instead of this because we're going to go off right now. What do you think about OnlyFans? Particularly yeah. Bella Thorne entering the OnlyFans world. She's so fucking stupid. She ruined everything for OnlyFans. Yeah, because... You know what? Um, I'm not hating anyone on OnlyFans. You, sex work is a thing, and it that kind of relied or people relied on that income yeah. because, especially during this pandemic, right? Look, she could have been on OnlyFans and been fine. She could have continued to not do, uh, like a nude no, OnlyFans. Apparently, her thing is just that she's doing private content that isn't nude, but it's like content that she wouldn't have put out on Instagram or public Sorry, channels. Sorry, I have a question. I mean, I'm sure. not, I don't know if you know any more than I do, but in OnlyFans, can't you, like, screenshot things and kind of just send it to other people? Like, or is there, like, a, you can't? Does that not work? Um, I'm pretty sure you can. It's just okay. a website. It's not like a, it's not like it's a dedicated app on your computer. Oh, that's what I mean, right? Like, can't you, like, print like, screen? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm just asking just to, because, like, assuming that someone could do that then you kind of lose a subscription. But obviously right. people are going to buy But that it wasn't again. the purpose of the no, Bella Thorne stuff. No, I know. I just stuff. wanted yeah. to know out of um, context. But yeah. For, she... for context for you guys, Bella Thorne ruined OnlyFans because she um, she was asking for tips, I believe, uh, from people that are like, no, hey, can you... Uh. She, she she did like a one-time uh, subscription thing post where she said she was going to do a nude post. So people were um, paying for this nude post, and and it broke the internet, right? Um, quite literally, OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't nude. It ended up being just her in a bikini or something like so that. So a lot of people asked for a refund. Yeah. So like, when you ask for yeah. a refund back, OnlyFans has to kind of hold on to that money and kind of double check to see why, because they have to make sure the claim mm-hmm. is real. Um, but it was because, literally breaking records. But it because, was like the yeah, record chargebacks. Because it was literally like $2 million she made in like a day or something like that. So they obviously had to look into this. And because of that, um, OnlyFans had no choice but to uh, withhold any funds that normal uh, people that are on the OnlyFans app um, for, from what would have been only a week to now 30 days and tips are now capped yeah it's not uh, like whereas before it's unlimited you can get whatever tips now it's you like want. what 100 or 50 something i don't know the exact numbers i'm sure yeah, it's something but, but, regardless, but real it's capped, right? content providers that do not falsely advertise yes. um they're getting screwed these mom and pop only fans girls you know these small businesses <laughs> Um, and I'm not even saying this sarcastically, honestly, no, like mean... I'm a big believer in, in supporting local business. Oh, I'm not on, you? I'm not on OnlyFans. Really I'm just saying <laughs> like they mean well, right? They're providing, again, they're providing supply or service no, or whatever. Not, and for me, it's not even that. Screwed. It's like, dude, if that's your way, your, your means of an income, especially, yeah. you know, like a lot of, uh, sex workers that can't be out because of COVID now, 
have to resort to the new ways of life which is right online, i forgot right? about that like in context um, yeah i forgot how much it blew up like no, recently for sure. yeah. yeah so it, it sucks because that's their livelihood like can you imagine if you if you survived off this weekly income mm-hmm. even if it was just left because if you're an average person you're probably only getting a couple hundred bucks not bella thorne who's getting millions yeah. of dollars um you used to get that every week and now you have to wait for the month right Mm-hmm. if that at all and now your your tips are capped and i mean it it works in favor for the subscribers because now you don't have to pay as much yep. or whatever but now it's it it completely ruins it for the actual content creators or whatever whatever have you you call them so i think it's it's really unfortunate that she did that i heard that bella thorne apologized and that she was working with the OnlyFans um, uh, team to kind of... Yeah, uh, to get things kind of pre-Bella Thorne in a way. Also, like, kind of taking a step back. Yeah. Who the fuck is Bella Thorne? <laughs> like, I see her name. I see, like, she's always, like, almost nude but never nude. She and then I don't know if it's specifically Disney Channel or Nickelodeon, but she was one of, like, the teeny boppers from back See, in the I'm day. See, I'm so... Well, back in the day. Not back in the day, like, um, I think it was just, just as we were getting out of, like, Disney Channel and stuff. She came she in. She was in. She was right. in it. She was on a TV show with Zendaya. Oh, Zendaya. I love Zendaya. Yeah. She's and, great. She's classy. Yeah. And they were, they were, like, arguably, like, the, the main characters. If not, Bella Thorne's character was more popular than Zendaya's. But Zendaya's just but, classy, yeah. regal, gorgeous. Exactly. Beautiful. I love Zendaya. So, so that's that's where they're at in life. Is, uh, yeah. Bella Thorne sucks. I don't even know her, but she sucks. The last time we watched anything Disney, it was like Hannah Montana, and like she she was in like a she did like a guest appearance in High School Musical three or something. Hannah Montana or two. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was the last Disney thing I watched before. Uh, I've just been watching like Marvel. Yeah, well, I mean, I've I've been since we got Disney Plus, I've been kind of watching throwbacks, but that's just me. But you know what uh, I'm talking about, right? That scene. Yeah, yeah. Hannah Montana like, in her blonde wig, not not. No, she's in. She's as Miley Cyrus, not. Oh, she was as Miley Cyrus. Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, I, she, I think she's as Miley. And she Cyrus. was like twelve. No. Or something. Like 16. Something. Whatever. But it was like they were working at the golf. We should watch High School Musical. I'm down. I'm down. All right, yeah. we're going to do it right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry, we didn't really end on the uh, on the story there. <laughs> Where were we? We were talking This is a shit that. show. This <laughs> yeah, whole episode. This... <laughs> it's sad and like we also didn't yeah, know Yeah, the beginning about. was very depressing. I apologize. <laughs> um, but I mean, this is, we're not, we're pretty candid we're not uh we're not scripted here so yeah i think that's what makes it fun for us if you want us to talk about anything in particular let us know yeah um if you liked uh if you also thought um joe's girlfriend and jane are are bitches let us know i think it's like joe and and his girlfriend should have they should have screened that hard well like just warn your friend you know mm-hmm. but like, by the way, it's Jane. Well, look, you know look Jane. what it resulted to. She was a stalker. <laughs> yeah. Um, pl- yeah, guys, um, let us know your thoughts. We read damn near everything. I mean, there's not a lot to read. There's not a lot to read. But, but we love you guys. Tell your friends and family. 
uh everybody across the world that's listening to us we're we're, yo we're worldwide right now that's crazy (laughs) we love you guys